Hi, and welcome to Author Uncut. I'm your host and author, Patrice Williams Marks. Welcome back to my five part series on crowdfunding. This is part two. The first episode gave you 10 tips for spotting a crowdfunding campaign scam. Part two gives you 10 tips for relaunching your failed crowdfunding campaign. It is a glorious feeling when you've done everything right. You have a community, a tribe to support your project. You have a kick-ass video for your crowdfunding campaign and you have partners who are as committed as you are. But what if you didn't have partners? You didn't research successful crowdfunding campaigns. You had no email list, no website, no social media campaign, no backers other than family members and the ones you bought from Fiverr. You know what I'm saying? Your campaign crashed and burned big time. The work you put into it didn't pay off. Now you're stuck with a campaign whose performance was frankly embarrassing. Do you just forget about it and move on and say, screw crowdfunding? Well, that's the easy way out. But what if you could just tweak your campaign just a little bit and turn it into a successfully funded project? Does that sound good? That is a real possibility. Today I'll share with you tips for refocusing, reimagining your campaign before you pull the plug for good. Perhaps it has merit. Perhaps it was just missing one thing that could have made a big difference. Let's tackle this situation now and see if we should break out the paddles, stand clear, and bring it back from the extinction point. (laughs) Number one, have a friend and or colleague compare your campaign to other currently running in your category. Ask him or her what they have that yours doesn't. Now you need to be open to constructive criticism. Does their page look professional and yours doesn't? Do they use infographics to explain the process? Do they talk budget and explain what they will do with the funds raised and you didn't? Think about it. Number two, take a closer look at your video. Is it all about you or the product? If it's all about you, dump it and try spending more time on the product, giving visual details. Demonstrate how the product benefits the user slash backer, keeping it short and simple. Try to keep the video within one to four minutes. Under one minute, it's more like a commercial. Over four minutes, it becomes a documentary. Or perhaps you weren't even in the video, so no one can get an idea of who you are as a person or see your passion for the project. Who does the potential backer have to connect with? Think about that. Number three, rethink your funding goal. Too high? Too low? Have you put a realistic budget together, then use the levels of support to coincide with the budget? Or did you guesstimate your budget and your backer levels were random? Have someone you trust who has experience running a business look at your budget and levels. Do they match? Do they seem realistic? Number four, 
is your story, now I'm putting story in quotes, compelling enough? If not, come up with a new story or tweak the one that you have. People want to connect with you. Give them a reason to do so. Connecting is as important as everything else on the page, perhaps even more. People donate to other people they believe in and feel like they can trust. Make sure you're trustworthy. Five, pie-in-the-sky ideas. I'm not one to crush anyone's dreams, but you have to be realistic. If your goal is to raise a half a million dollars to end world hunger by handing out smiley pins to kids in Uganda, it probably won't work. Set reasonable expectations and goals. Take a look and research similar crowdfunding campaigns which were successful and closed fully funded. Use them as a blueprint for your own campaign. Number six, you misunderstood your target audience. Before embarking on another crowdfunding campaign or reviving the old one, think about the audience you are trying to reach. How much do you really know about them? Do your research. A recent article in Inc. Magazine stipulates, and I quote, Before you start nurturing your pre-launch campaigns, it's important to identify your target audience. Once it's established, start exploring different platforms on the web, including social media, to generate conversations and figure out where your audience is most active. The most common platforms you can use would be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as well as online forums and and collaborative platforms such as Quora and LinkedIn groups. You can also post polls and discussions to see the kind of response you get, end quote. You can find the link to the rest of this article in my show notes. Number seven, you misdirected your campaign. Yes, you know all about the product you're trying to sell or the movie you're trying to make, but does your audience? Put yourself in their shoes, then explain it in a way that is understandable to an audience who has never heard of you or your project before. Now, I don't mean to dumb everything down, but to simply lay everything out as if you're explaining your project to your family or friends for the first time. Number eight, was your message clear and concise, or did it get lost amongst all other campaigns? Make your stand out by avoiding generic stories, descriptions of your product, etc. Find keywords that fit your campaign specifically. Use in all of your marketing as well as actual campaign page. Now here's an example for you. You've created an app that will help you lose weight. Instead of saying, lose weight with my app, why don't you try this? Busy mothers lose 10 pounds in just 10 minutes a day with App X. You see, the more you pinpoint and speak to your particular audience, the better and more successful your campaign will be. Number nine, did you follow up with everyone who left comments or contacted you? Now, did you even follow up the same day? That's important. I've visited websites where I was very interested in buying a certain product, but I had a few questions. You know, so I emailed them and waited and waited. 
If I didn't hear back from them within 24 hours or less, I just wrote them off. People may have written you off as well if you have poor follow-up skills. Why in the world would someone pledge money to someone who doesn't care enough to respond to a potential backer? Think about it. Responding within a few hours or less is best. This instills confidence in your backers. Number 10. And finally, and this is a tough one to swallow, is your project crowdfundable? Maybe it's not. Maybe there are just so many people interested in log cabins made from toothpicks, you're better off finding alternative funds elsewhere. With that being said, how do you know if your project is crowdfundable? Well, you can try to find similar projects and see if they were funded or not. You could also take a poll within your Facebook community or on Twitter and ask, is this something you'd be interested in or would you potentially back this? Be sure to get at least 20 responses for a more accurate assessment. If they say, yeah, for sure, then you know your project just needs to be revamped. If you hear crickets and people say, sorry dude, then I would rethink the relaunch or repackage it in a way that will be more appealing to people. So, there you have it. 10 tips for turning an epic failure of a campaign into a successful one. So get back in the saddle, make these strategic changes and reap the rewards. You can find more tips within my books, Hacking Kickstarter Indiegogo, How to Raise Big Bucks in 30 Days, Secrets to Running a Successful Crowdfunding Campaign on a Budget, and Kick-Ass Kickstarter Gods, Experts Reveal Their Pathways to Millions. Links are in the show notes. Have you had a successful campaign and have tips you want to share with others? I'd love to hear about it. Simply visit my anchor.fm page, the link is in the show notes, and click on the button that says send voice message to leave me a voicemail. I may just use it in a future podcast. Join me next time for part three of my crowdfunding series where I share a unique idea with you. Successfully crowdfunding yours or your kids' college education. really appreciate you listening and subscribing to this podcast on iTunes and don't forget to rate me on iTunes as well. To get in touch with me go to authoruncut.com or sensitivityreviews.com. You can also email me your comments and suggestions for future shows at mailbag at patricewilliamsmarks.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Until then, right on.